Okay. Good evening, everybody. So, share tonight is on. It's called Leil Shimurim. Okay. And some of my wife's uh, former students asked her questions. Some questions about this. What does it mean, Leil Shimurim? Interesting. Ibn Ezra, Rashi, Samarban. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Okay. So, I guess it's in Yudbeis. Um, I guess we can go Yudbeis Mem. But, you know, it's really Membeis, but whatever. So, Yudbeis Mem. It says, Moshe ben Yisrael, Asher Yashu Mitzrayim, Shloshim Shama Barmashim. So, the Jews, uh, they lived in Mitzrayim 30 years and 400 years. So, Himike Shloshim Shama Barmashana, Beve Etzam Hema. So, Yotzu Kotsuvas Hashem Mitzrayim. So, they all went out with him. Lil Shimurim Hulasham. It was a night which was a uh, guarding, right? A night of guarding, guarded night, if you will. Hashem, um, to take them out of Mitzrayim. Who Alayla Hazel Hashem. This is the night to Hashem. Shimurim Lachol Bnei Yisrael Dorasam, guarded for all Bnei Yisrael for all generations. Someone would cryptic pasuk. Oh yeah. It's a night which is guarded to Hashem to take them out of Mitzrayim. This is the night to Hashem. This night to Hashem is guarded for all the Jews for generations. Right? It's like two guardings here somehow. Right? Hashem's guarding it. B'nai Yisrael's guarding it. Or something like that. Or guarding for B'nai Yisrael. Not clear, right? So Rashi says, Leil Shimurim Hashem. What does it mean? It's Shimurim Hashem. Baruch was waiting, guarding and waiting for it to fulfill his haftacha to take him out of Mitzrayim. Right? Okay. So this means Lil Shimon Hashem. It means like Hashem was guarding this night. Right? To, I guess, for years, something like that. To, um, to take them out and try them. This is the night to Hashem. As it says, on this night, I'm going to take out your children. Right? And I think the Chazal say that it was on Pesach. The Bishop Messiah, when he said it was on Pesach, on that Tesla of Nisan, and that's when the Malach, that's when he had the press. And then this very night, we learned the your kids. But let's just say so again. Leil Shimon Hashem is guarded. Hashem guarded. Hashem. This is the night Hashem, which Hashem specified way back when. Guarded for Bnei Yisrael for all the generations. Mishumar Uba Min Hamazikin. Guarded, continually guarded from the Mazikin. Kinin Shenamar. As it says, Leitena Mashlis, says the Mashlis won't be allowed to come into your house to uh, plague you, right? That's what it means, the Mashlis, the Mazikin. That's where there's some tough gimel, right? Where it says, you take the dam, you put it on the door, right? You will come. And furthermore, he won't allow the mashas to come into your house and uh, destroy. 
They didn't play again, right? Right. Right, Rashi. You won't give him. Which means God won't give the mashlis the capability to come. Hashem didn't allow Lavan to do bad to Yaakov. Right? So Hashem won't allow the mashlis. Right? Sounds like it means that Hashem will skip over your house. And also, the mashlis won't be given permission to do damage. Right. That's what it says. Um, yeah. This is what the, the Ramban talks a little bit. I'm not sure this is the Rosh says, but it sounds like it. It sounds like it says, earlier on Chav Gimli, says that Hashem was passing in Mitzrayim like a king going from place to place, and his Kaptokurian, whatever, Safkal Turin Lefanov, He's like his, um, I don't know, his officers, his uh, killers, his, I don't know, whatever. I'm not sure what that word means. He'll have like his emissaries or whatever, that people won't look at him and people won't, whatever. Right? Like Malachim will go around with him. Right? Okay. And then he says, that's what he says, since we see that time that Masha Yunus just did the damage, he doesn't differentiate between Sadiq and Rasha. The Fikah ain't other Mari the Shanos, Derek Olam, she hits a Belayla. person isn't allowed to change from Derek Olam to God at night. If he choose Manan Shachayos, Shinosalan Literal, because it's the time of the Chayos, wild animals, maybe, which are going to go out and, and rip there, Main Lavka, Main Sadiq Rasha. Right? And then he said, the time Luyten Hamashkis was mean Luyten Hamashkis, Luhamalach Hamashkis Baola, and Beis Hanegaf, the Malach which destroys in the world at the time of a plague. So he says, But he says, It doesn't mean the Mashkas who destroyed them, the Bechors, because Hashem did that. But it means that at the time of a Negev, there's also a Mashkas. So it sounds like when there's death, there's also a Malach which destroys the world, which goes around the world and destroying. It sounds like he's saying a few different things. He's saying the animals, he's saying Amashlis. But it sounds like he's learning, and I think Rashi sounds this way also, that Hashem is going to kill all the firstborns, and Hashem is going to pass over the Mitzrayim's houses, but then also there's a Mashlis, which might also kill at the time. Right? Like Mazikim. Like that's what he says over here. It's Meshur Mbom and Mazikim. Like, um, like it says, like in Amashlis. So it sounds like there's Mazikim when Hashem is destroying or when there's death in the air, there's other things also. There's animals which go wild. Maybe there's disease which is rampant. Which there's like other, there's some halachim going around. It's a time of destruction. And besides the fact that Hashem is going to skip over their houses, he's also going to protect them, the Jews, from from other deathly forces which uh, which coincide with, uh, with the Makkah. Like it says, like the dogs aren't going to bark at you. So it sounds like when there's death in the air, there's mayhem breaks loose, and who knows why the society starts falling apart. So even if the Jews get skipped over, but they may also get killed by other other forces. So Shem is going to protect against us. I had a question on that. Okay. By the way, so this thing that Rashi's referencing, you know, it's a but and Mazikin, it comes up in a Gemara in Psachim also. The Gemara asks. It says, how could the Chacham set up Dalakosos? We know Dalakosos are pairs. 
and pears, zugos, cause uh, damage, harm. It's like mazikan, which uh, you know about this. It says you're not supposed to uh, do things in pairs. Because that's what it says. So it says, says, you have four kosos. It says, how could the Ramana set up? So there comes to Sakana. So you shouldn't eat two, you shouldn't drink two, you shouldn't wipe two, you shouldn't, you know, Tashmish two. Right? Everything two is you shouldn't do because of the Mazikin. So it says, so how they set up the Alakosos? Which is two twos. Four. So it says, Nachman Leil Shimurim Hu, Laila Hamishumur Abamina Mazikan. Really? It's a night which is guarded against the Mazikan. So Mishumur Abamazikan, maybe that's Rashi's quoting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the verbatim. That's what it's saying. That's what it means. Then it's going to guard us. So Rashi says, No, not Rashi. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I get some people that you don't say in Kriyash Lamita the extra stuff besides Rashman, whatever, Psukim, which don't protect you from whatever. The admitting not to say that. Rashi brings it down. Or the Ramah brings it down, I forget. So, uh, yeah, Rashi doesn't say exactly uh, what the answer is. But they say, since it's a Laila Mishimur Basra, it means you'll be guarded. Ladoas doesn't say Shimur Machov Neshol Darosam. Right? So, I understand there's Shimur from the Jews at that time, but Rashi is saying it means not Ke'inian Shanam or Blitin Amashkas. Just like the Mashkas. Didn't destroy them at that time. It's Lidarosam, right? It's Mishum Rabbam and Mazikim. That's what it means. The Chobnei Lidarosam, right? So again, putting the Tapasa together, Leil Shimur Hashem. It's a night which Hashem guarded, was waiting to see to accomplish his Haftacha, to take him out of Mitzrayim. Who Alaylaz El Hashem? The Haftacha that he promised. This is the night he promised Hashem that on this very night he take you out of Mitzrayim. Right? Who will, again, who will lie to Hashem? Who will lie to Hashem? I'm sorry. Sorry again. This is the night that Hashem guarded to take him out of Mitzrayim. The old promise he made. Who will lie to Hashem? This is the Layla that Hashem promised to Avram. It's guarded for all the Jews, for all generations, from Mazikin. As it says, the Mashas won't be able to come into your house. Right? So it's just like Mashal doesn't come to their house, it's guarded for all generations for the Jews against Mazikin. Right? Cryptic, huh? It's funny. So let me read the Ibn Ezra, the Ibn Ezra Katzer, which is, you know, I think it's, it's related but a little bit different. But he says, Laila, there's two Ibn Ezra's, but this is the short one. It says, Abor Shem Shamram, since Hashem guarded them, Chayavin Haim Yisrael Lishma Zehalayla. Hashem guarded them. Doesn't sound like the all the guarding the date from forever, but he guarded them on that night. So too, we have to guard this night. What does that mean? That's how we guard it. He guarded us. We guard the night through during the mitzvahs. Right, I think it means that. That you guard, you guard the night. I think it means like we stay up all night. Like that's it's referencing the Haggadah. That I think where we uh, in the Haggadah they stayed up all night long. Um, you know, involved in Christmas and Shine. Right. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit right. That's what he says. The longer one. He says says um, since it's the Shemurim, it says because Hashem guarded them that He didn't let the Mashas come into their house to get them destroyed. So he commanded that we have to guard it for all generations, and it means that there's Pesach and Matzumorim. Some say it means <clears throat> that we should 
we shouldn't go to sleep, but we should just praise Hashem and talk about Gvoros and all that, and that all night, all night, like basically as much as right? So there's these parallels here. I mean, they're both trying to explain these parallels in the second and saying like Hashem guarded it and we guard, and it's guarded for us, right? But again, the the first way it's saying Hashem guarded Rashi's way is Hashem guarded it for all generations. I'm sorry, He guarded it all for all the years. He was guarding it, waiting until this night would finally come to take us out of its right. Like he promised Avram. And so too, he guards us for all generations. He guards us for B'nai Yisrael. It means, Shemur Lechol B'nai Yisrael means not that we guard it, but that he will guard us on this night. Right? Like he did then, he's going to guard us now. But Ibn Ezra's way is no, Hashem guarded us on this night, so too we have to guard the night. Namely, do mitzvahs and all that. Okay. Both of them are hard to understand, right? So I guess we should. Um, okay, any any questions? I guess why don't we start with that? Good yes, question. Yeah. Good question. So you're saying, what does it mean? Hashem is sitting and waiting. Hashem is outside of time. What is it describing Hashem as if he's sitting and waiting for the night to come, looking at his watch? It's, it sounds like that type of description. What does that even mean? Right? He's guarding it. What does it mean? He guards it. Guards it from what? And who cares that it's the night, the same yeah. night that he told Avram? Why is it Laila Hazah on this very same night? Yeah. What's the relevance of the whole thing? That it's yeah. on this night they told Avram. But it had to be some night who really cares. And how does one mazik, how does Hashem do it? Death cause other mazikin. What is the whole idea of all these mazikin which you're which guarding against? Hashem's mazik. Yeah, right. What are all these other mazikin which come along with Hashem's mazik? And Hashem's guarding us against them. What does that mean? What are they? And how is... Is God himself, so to speak, found himself killing the firstborns? So that's saying he's not going to do that as we do the Bessel. He's doing it and he's targeting the, the, the Mitzvah, not the Jews. But now it sounds like, sounds like there's some sort of natural consequence. Like, for example, the dog is a good one. Like animals are going to go crazy when there's death in the air. The wild animals, wild animals, they just smell the death. And people are panicking, animals panic, it's just the whole society goes nuts. And there's going to have that has consequences. Dogs go wild, people go wild, maybe there's bacteria in there. I don't know, maybe it's too cheap for bacteria. It takes long, right? Yeah, but they're just like, um, there's death. It just it creates, you know, problems. What I'm saying is those are natural problems which might get kicked off by, you know, by the death. But it's saying it's Hashem's going to protect us from those as long as we stay in our houses. Right? Dogs aren't going to bark at us. They're not going to knock on our doors. They're not going to, you know, bash down our doors. Hashem's going to guard us. But it's also funny. What does that do with nowadays? How's he guarding us nowadays? What does that mean? Is it? I, I don't know. I've never done a study. But is it true that people have less um, accidents on Seder night than well, the other nights? What is that? <laughs> what says Laila Meshumar Abba Mazikin? As Rashi said, it's guarded against Mazikin. That's why it says the, the Alcosos, we could drink four cups, even though they're pears, because this night is guarded. Pears yeah, cause... Rashi? Which Rashi? Yeah, yeah. Same Rashi. Rashi. Yeah, the end of the same Rashi. We only read one. It's um, Shemur al Chobnei Shel Dorosa. Shemur Abba Menu Mazikin. Top of 132. What? Well, it's saying it's Shemur al Chobnei Shel it's guarded for all generations. At that night, it's guarded for some all generations. 
what are these Nazikin? And then how, what's the deal? How, is, how are we protected from them? With their or how, how, by how they hurt us and how are we protected? And in that time, I understand there was a miracle of Mahatmachoros and all that. And Hashem separating between us and them and protecting us and all that. But what does that mean nowadays? We're guarded from Nazikin. What is it? Why is it a question if it's, I mean, what, it, whether it's not really? I mean, it's saying it's both. It's yeah, it's it's well, I don't know, that was a night, of a miraculous night. It just, I don't know, it's, uh, it doesn't seem like nowadays there's miracles on every Crusader night well, that would have been guarded. The cause, so then there's no death in the air today. I guess, I, I guess to me, anniversary I guess to me it sounds like the implication is that for whatever reason, there's some sort of heightened level of danger on that night. Yeah. And maybe that's why we don't, to us, it seems unnoticeable, but that's the whole miracle is that it doesn't, it isn't any different than the other night because it's. I mean, you know, that's, I mean, I'm saying that's it's an easy able... miracle to do, though. You know, you just tell people there's a hidden miracle, you know, danger, and they say, well, I, I, I suppose you know? don't believe it, like that. <laughs> yeah, in the first well, What is it? I mean, saying, well, why is there a hidden miracle? You know, it's like. Maybe, maybe that's. Like, so I'm saying that know? might be true, that maybe that's a, that's a follow up question. Or what, why? Perhaps, perhaps. Why? But I'm saying, is that a fair. Like, no, I'm asking, is no, that a fair reason, way to read it? You know, like that seems to be implying that there's. There's one way to read it, which walks into a problem that it doesn't really seem to be true. Sensible, like, well, there's a danger on this night. Why is that? I mean, you could posit that, and then you know, I guess it sounds like that, but so it's not the only way to explore. Yeah, I'm just asking a question. You're giving an answer, I think. Now, well, I'm, well, I'm asking if you know what's the takeaway. So, I'm not teaching us something about face off, it seems. Yeah, it's, night. it sounds like well, there's it. this idea of the night. All right, we're still a question regarding this one night, but what about all the other nights? Yeah, it's true. I mean, you see, it's a minog that we don't say uh, certain partials and certain circumstances in Krishna Amita because this. So apparently, it's supposed to be like a thing you're supposed to think about. Or opening the door, right? It's a minog. I mean, like, seems like it's something which is, you know, we're supposed to remember this a little tomorrow. But what does that even mean? Exactly. We drink pairs of kosos, which, according to their thing, is dangerous. But it doesn't matter. That's all we're not. we're sensitive to the dangers of. Um, Repairs, but yet on this night they weren't sensitive to it because since it's a shimur and they felt there was no problem, so apparently they thought there's something real going on here. Also, like another question. Is- well, let's go back to the beginning. So uh, the first Rashi says, you know, there's a lot of questions, but I think it's good to go sequentially as if possible. So Rashi's saying is, uh, uh, what does it mean that it's a shimur Hashem? That Hashem was guarding and waiting to fulfill his haftach to take him out of the triumph. And this is the very night that Shasam said, on this night, I'm redeeming your kids. What does it mean Hashem was waiting, guarding? The whole thing, right? There's Rabban that's attacking Rashi. He's saying he wasn't guarded so closely. Hold off from 400 years. And it turns out it was 430 because there was delayed 30 years because they weren't Sadiqim or they weren't at the level of Ona Darahu. Right? Because even if you have a decree with a set amount of time, but it doesn't mean it can't be delayed. But that's Rabban's attack on Rashi. But Rashi's not learning that way. Rashi's learning that no, it was fixed. Seems that way, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So, so uh, Donnie and Moshe and Ariel are suggesting that, like, um, just going back, Moshe said, "Baruch Hashem, to Chasul Yisrael." He guards Hashem, guards. Right? Same Moshe, Shomer, Shemurim, Avdacha. We say, "Hashkadosh Baruch Hu Chishev Esakets Lasos." Moshe never says, "Right." He says he calculated the end to do. So it sounds like there was a bris. And he says that um, the Jews were going with Avram, that the Jews were going to go into Galas. That's the line. Right? But you're going to see the Galas Shavod Don and Ochlach in Yisroch Shkadol. But this was meant as a temporary state, 
which was going to, or they were going to emerge as a great nation. And despite the fact that you might have thought, if you were living in a time, you might have thought this is going on forever and ever. It's never going to happen. Right? It seems like you know, these slaves don't go out of Mitzrayim. That just doesn't happen. But sure enough, like clockwork, on the time of the promise, right, on that very day, which was, it was guarded, like the implying the mushal, yeah, the mushal of guarding, it's like you're guarding and waiting. It's like the second they came, that's what happened. If you were waiting, like it's like if someone came, you know, someone says, I'm going to, I'll be there at um, 4.30 on uh, Monday afternoon. I don't know, you know. And then they happen to walk in exactly at that moment. You say, wow, they must have been guarding and waiting. That doesn't just happen. That indicate, yeah, it sounds like they was waiting, like, to come in. Right, the second or whatever. You don't just happen to coincidentally walk in at that exact time, 430 years later, exactly the day, right? So it implies that God was waiting the whole time. It's not like God just threw us into Gullus and forgot about us, and then just, oh, maybe, oh, I wonder what's going on with the Jews. If that would be the case, it wouldn't have been exactly at the right time. So it's like it indicates that there was an exact cheshman, even the gullus is part of the cheshbon, and the second it's it's gone, then it's gone. And it shows you, like, don't think I forgot about us. No, this was exactly the decree. And, it, like, it's a gilei milsa about that our gullus, as long and hard as it was, and I guess it is nowadays, it's not an indication that God forgot about us. It might look like or feel like Hester Panim, but exhibits Hester Panim. But at the same time, you should know that ultimately it's part of God as Shomer, is Avdacha, and it's all part of God's plan. And there is, at least that time, there was a fixed time. And when that time came, it happened uh, instantaneously. So that's what he's Shomer, means despite the apparent lack of Shmira from HaKadosh Baruch you might feel like he's not guarding us anymore. He left us up to the Mitzvah, but he was guarding us. But guarding us was took the form of letting us sit in Gullus until the time came and then right when it happened, then right when it was time, it was time. So the, it's like, it's it's indicative of the special relationship that Hashem had to call Israel, despite the fact that there was a, a terrible, painful Gullus. Right? Which is um, important for them to know, and I guess for us to know. For us to know about that Gullus, and I guess us to know in this Gullus. Sometimes things could be bad, but this is still part of the, the you shouldn't be turned off by our bad things which happen. This part of God is Shomer. There is Abdach, there will be Mashiach. There will be Moshe Mashiach. There is a case. I don't know if we know the time exactly in that same type of way, but I don't know if, you know, I don't know if they know the time exactly. But the point though is like, that, that, that's what indicates that God is guarding it. It indicates Guarding despite the apparent lack thereof. Okay. Looked, it looked, you might have thought by observing the Jews suffering for all these years that God gave up on us. But when the fact that he comes in and redeems us exactly when he said he was shows you that he's been waiting and he's been, so to speak, he's not, he hasn't left us and abandoned us. It's just there was a decree of Gallus, but the second the decree ended, he was right there waiting to take us out. Did they forget about the time that they were to do to start thinking? Like, like... They or, I mean, I don't think yeah, they knew exactly mean, when it would be. I'm not really sure. Maybe like. But Hashem knew. And... Or did they, did they. I forgot. This, there's Rashi. I forgot about this. Memala. But he, Mikate, Shoshan, Shoshan, Baby, Atzamayam was out, right? But Atzamayam was down that very day. Rashid Magir, Tijidu, Shakiran, Shagia, Kates. Once the time comes, Lo, Ikvan, Hamakum, Kaharafayan. It's totally along with this. So Hashem didn't delay it even like a blink of an eye. 
Nisan on the 15th of Nisan is when the Malachim came down from the Talim. The Hamish Asr Benisan Nolad Yitzlak, and Yitzlak was born on the 15th of Nisan. The Tesla of Nisan, and on the 15th of Nisan, was Xerxer Benisan Nolad And exactly that day, 430 years later, yeah. that's exactly when he got out. So that's the message. It's saying is, the fact that it's Be'etzam Yamazan, there's no delay. It's a Gile Milsa. It shows that God was guarding the whole time. If it's just God's checking every so often, he like forgot about us, but he just checks every so often. It's not going to be untimely. It's not going to be timely. So the timeliness of it is the indication that it's on the very same date that was on the rest of all these things. It could be they knew the date. Maybe they didn't know the year. I know that. I'm not sure. It's, it doesn't seem like they knew the year. The year is confusing. So, you know. yeah, well, the, the, it's, it's, it's a good question as to what degree. It's not saying that necessarily Moshe told them this exact thing. This is the Torah telling us that it was Shimon Hashem. So I'm not sure that they I don't know what their mindset was and what they did or didn't know, but it's telling us that we we see. In fact, this was the case, uh-huh. and this is what we talk about it, and how God that we know about it, and we celebrate Pesach. This is looking back. This is the way it was. At the, at the moment, in their mindset, maybe they did or didn't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I just don't have information oh, about that. Good. So now, what's this idea now that it's it's Shimurim Hashem, right? That it's Sorry, that it's guarded for us for all generations, right? Which Rashi says means that it's guarded from Mazikan. Like there was on that night, we didn't let any other damage happen to us, so too it's guarded from Mazikan. Right? What are these Mazikan? And how's it guarded from that? Yeah, so so, so let us, so, so the guys are saying, I'm kind of torn whether I should go to the Benazir, now I'll take up Rashi. So yeah, so let's go through what you guys are saying. So Rashi's learning. Like this is a mazikan. One interpretation of mazikan is like let's say psychological um, fears, which often come out at night. And certain things trigger these fears, you the pairs or whatever there is, belief system or whatever. But you have these things, these beliefs do certain things, and it triggers uh, different fears. And especially people are up all night, or you're up like maybe all night long, at least till the end, of, you know, far into the night. And maybe the that that itself is the type of a thing that might trigger various fears. You get spooked out throughout the night. You walk outside, you look outside, you hear noises, you hear whatever. It's like normally if you go to sleep at night. But like uh, more various activities, again, like the tucosis or whatever. So there's um, people have a tendency to get spooked by different things. And these spooky types of things could get into a person's head and cause them different types of harms, different types of damages, which could uh, a person could get. You know, anxiety and you know, different type of states uh, which are you know can be damaging to the mazik. And there are a person that has to be chazal had to, to be sensitive to these things, like uh, the zugas. Right? They recognize that there are harms which are caused by these things. Again, I don't know if they exactly how they interpreted it, but I think we would interpret this type of thing as some psychological thing which spooks the person. And like um, you might say to a person, don't go outside. Uh, don't go outside alone at night. Uh, you might be because they're actually, you know, bad guys are going to attack them, or it might just be because you can get spooked out. They tell your kid, don't go outside at night. Doesn't mean because you think something bad is going to happen, but they're going to get a nightmares. And the nightmares are just going to throw them off. Well, you tell kids that. So tell another a person who has anxiety. You say, don't go outside at night alone or don't do certain things because it's going to provoke anxiety. It doesn't mean you believe in anxiety or the power of anxiety as if it's an external force, but there are triggers to anxiety. 
yeah, they're internal things, and you have to be on guard against those things because right. if you know that there's certain things called trigger anxiety, you better you, it makes sense to avoid those things. Yeah, it's like yeah. guarding yourself from idols. It's not because the idols are the are the ones that are coming after you. It's because you're going to create the idol. Yeah, right. That type of thing. Right. So same thing with uh, there are different triggers or different um, mental states, and a person has to be aware and on guard against those states. So the saying is, is that Zugos was one of those things which they observe that people get, uh, you know, damaged by them, whether it's physical damage, psychological damage, however it was. But, and this is a type of a thing which Chazal generally warned against doing it because it's going to cause you damage. But a lot of the damage is based upon your attitude, the way you get, it's like in, in a psychological. I think there's a thing which says, I forget if I saw it around, but it says if, it, if you don't believe in it, it doesn't hurt you. So it was by some, one of the, one of the tomorrows. What? Yeah. yeah, right. So uh, I see you. Hold your hand. Give me a second. So, um, ah, so I'm saying is like this is that on this night, could be it's saying is we don't have to worry about those problems. Because, and so there's like a person's like a person when their guard is down, like at night, it's part of why these fears come out. A person's insecure. The fears come out at night. They don't see what's going on. They get spooked. And if your guard is down, you're susceptible to being damaged by these things. But on this night, we're not just walking around that night, whatever. We're confident. We're thinking about our special relationship that Hashem has with Israel. We're involved in mitzvahs. We're involved in every the whole themes of the night are reminding us of the special Hashgach that Hashem has with Israel. We're remembering that night where Hashem protected us. And despite the fact that it was all these fearful things going on in the world, and there's death all over the place, we were totally protected. So it's like, insofar as a person is focused, the whole night of the Seder is not like any other night. It's different than any other night. We're thinking we're in a mindset, a mind space which is above, rises above that. It's Meshumar from Nei Yisrael because the Shmimar comes from a lot of the damage which happens to people is based upon their internal state. And the, the Torah set off, it's a night of mitzvahs, it's a night of ideas, it's a night of reflecting upon the special relationship we have with Gosh Baruch Hu Hashem as with us. And insofar as that's the case, we don't have to worry about those types of harms. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't have, you can't get a heart attack, whatever. I doubt there are statistics that people, you know, do, do have whatever, you know. Maybe even more. Yeah, right, whatever. I assume there's a lot of, you know. What I'm saying is like it's a certain type. It's staying up all, all night. It's a type of a thing which you might think is a bad idea, but it's like the ideas guard us and they protect us and keep us, help us keep us in a good state of mind. That's part of the night, is and we and we and that's a kiyam that we remember the idea of the shmirah of Hashem did for them. And in a certain minimal sense, we also partake of the shmirah, even though not in the same way. That was a miraculous shmirah, and there was death going around, and there were forces which naturally would attack them, and they had a they were being protected. But here, it's like it's within Hashem is protecting us, but, but through giving us the mitzvahs, through giving us the seder, through giving us this night, through. The, the way the night is set up, we avoid damages which naturally would occur because it's late at night, because there are pairs, because there are whatever. We don't have to worry about these things. We can have like a carefree attitude. We don't have to say the minogas. We don't say psukim, which we'd often say at night as part of Pyrrha Alamita to help you regard you when you go to sleep. A person has a lot of fears. And part of those fears, we allay those fears by thinking about Hashem Baruch Hashem is a source of security. I'm going to place my spirit in your hands. We reference those different things. The fears and the dreams and all these worries get to a person, right? People who are afraid, 
insomnia is bad and especially imagine like we have very controlled environments but if you live in a society where you know you hear the noises outside there are animals there's whatever you're camping you can't sleep and you get freaked out you're worried you're nervous it's hard to sleep it's hard to everything and the part of when we say these plikim every night is uh, is to remind us of uh, put our trust in the and like when you try to sleep in the sukkah for example it's not so easy right like there's so there's fears but that's what I'm saying. On this night, you don't have to say those words. Like, I mean, the whole night is designed around, like, it, it puts us in a state of mind where we're not fearful, assuming we do the Seder properly. Because we're thinking so much about the Ashkafah Hashem and Hashem has a special relationship with us. He's been showing all this, you know, for all these years, and he, and he brought us to this night and took us out and set up. He's, that's why I think it's related to the Ebenezer. He's saying it's just like Hashem guarded us on this night. Right? He's saying, it's just like Hashem guarded us in this night, we have to guard this night in terms of mitzvahs. We get to do a mitzvahs, we stay up all night. And he's just saying, it's like, this is a night of the special relationship between Hashem and us. And it's just two-sided. He guarded us, and we guard his mitzvahs. We stay up all night, we're involved religiously in keeping the mitzvahs properly. And it's like, it's a night which expresses the unique relationship. So the relationship that God does to us and we do it to him. We're over him and we teach about all the ideas and we eternalize the memory of all the nisim which he did through the matzah and the maror and staying up all night and the secrets of triumph. And so it's like, it's a night of the breast. It's a night which expresses this special relationship. And, and so for the Ebenezer saying is, he guarded us on that night and we guard his missiles on this night. So it's like Shimurim that's the two Shimurans. Uh, he guarded us and we guard him. We guard his missiles. We stay up all night. So it's like that night is the night which expresses that special relationship. But I think that connects up with Rashi is that it's that, that's what guards us in Rashi's way is because we're doing all these mitzvahs and because we're remembering all these ideas about the Shemir So they, they are going at different angles. You know, the Ramban, Rashi's way, it's like it was guarded. You know, he, Hashem guarded it to make sure it occurred. And so, too, he set up a system which guards us, the Lederos, right? which guards us, the Lederos, protects us from Azikah and all that. What Menezer is saying is he guarded us on that night, and we, in turn, guard the night. We, he expressed his special relationship with the Kalei by guarding us, saving us, protecting us against everything which could have destroyed us, and we, in turn, devote ourselves on this night to expressing the truth of Akash Baruch Hu and all that, and stay up all night long, and do all the mitzvahs, matzah, all that. You know? At the end of the day, the Ebenezer has to sort of agree, come back full circle, because he also has the Gemara about the Gemara. Yeah, we'll see. Kind of, yeah. yeah, he doesn't bring it down, but yeah. Yes. About the yes. fact that you don't have to worry about the pears, um, because the Mazika, which might damage you, only will pass off because it's a Shemara. They will say because you're involved in this. Yeah, but it's similar. Yeah. Oh, or, I mean, I guess you'd be extending that time up, but I'm thinking of Krishna itself. Yeah, right. Krishna guards against us. Yeah, but they, they don't say the minog. They don't have that. I just like I thought it says you don't say it on that night, but they don't say don't say Krishna Mita. They say Krishna Mita. Maybe it's Takana minog on there, but it's the other psukim. Amapil. They, they say you leave those. Not Amapil. The other psukim. You have to have They say you know. That. Saying is that there's other nights. For example, other nights, so if you open up the door at night, I mean, that's the minute you open up the door. You open up the door at night, you wouldn't, don't do that. You're going to freak yourself out. You're going to get uh, you're gonna get into your head. You're going to get nervous. You're going to get scared. Don't drink kazugos. Don't drink pears or whatever. Like, you got to 
you got to know that nighttime is a scary time and there are things which mess with you out of the time and you get freaked out and you got to exist and all that. Don't do things like that. On this night, because of the whole focus of the night on Hashem protecting us, the relationship with us, all the ideas which are focusing on, yeah, you can do things which otherwise would, would, would pick you out and they won't do that because we're in a different state of mind where we're above that. But it is so, so it, it, it is about the fact that we are like where we we are in like a certain mindset yes and the in a technical sense you yeah. can do that any night yes but you can't but it's, yeah, right, right. right but like for example someone it's who's like, who gets nervous at night right? i would think someone who gets nervous at night or whatever on the night of their wedding probably they're not I mean, in general they're, they're gonna be so distracted so excited about their wedding that they'll walk outside and they don't even notice it. you know or like kids who are scared of the dark or whatever well, somehow something exciting is going on, and they just walk in the dark, and nothing happens. This is just more intense. So it's like, this yeah, this is part of like what design. It yeah. creates a night which focuses. It's a different type of a night. Yeah.